Thank you for listening to the Three Count Wrestling Podcast, a podcast made by fans for fans. Join me, the Professor Cody Wilson, and stunning Steve Krasniak for news, general topic discussions, predictions, and reviews here on the Light Blue Podcast Network. And now, here's me. Thanks, me, for that awesome intro. Now, on to the podcast. It is me, the Professor Cody, my awesome stunning Steve Krasniak. How you doing, Steve? Can't complain much. That's good. How's your How's your week been? Week's been. I mean, it's been pretty slow news wise, but yeah, not really much going on. Unfortunately, but we'll, we're still going to give it to you guys. We're still going to give you the news, and like we said last week, it's going to be the or the predictions episode of Money in the Bank. And with that, we're going to start off with the first news story of the week. Uh, do you want to you want to do that one first? Or you want to save that one for last? The one I was talking about. Uh, let's hit. Let's do the big one for last. Okay. So let's talk about how WWE will air Money in the Bank this week. Um, the entire men's and women's Money in the Bank matches were taped a few weeks back at the headquarters. So everything else will air live from the closed set of the Performance Center in Orlando as it happens. I'm just waiting to see who goes off the top of those. Oh yeah, definitely. And we're 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 going to tell you that when we do our predictions, we're going to see we're going to tell you who we think is going to be um flying off the tower. So apparently there's only four floors to this building. It seems like a lot more. Right. Those floors got huge. Or five floors including the roof. Apparently it's starting at the fir- at the f- floor level. And then it says they're fighting through the next three floors and then ending up on the roof where the ring and the briefcases and the ladders will be. Huh. Yeah. They actually built... This sounds like, this sounds like a cheesy 80s action movie. I'm down. So am I. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so after, after Sunday's pay-per-view... WWE will return to the Performance Center on Monday for TV tapings. Wow. They are going to schedule the May 11th and the May 15th SmackDown on Monday. Then <laughs> then tape the May 18th and the May 22nd on Tuesday. Then wrap the week with May 13th WWE NXT and the May 20th NXT on Wednesday. Yeah, that's, that's a lot to put on the, the boys and girls. There. Yeah, they are then scheduled to return to Performance Center for more tapings on Monday, May twenty fifth. So they're doing two weeks. Yeah, they're doing two weeks worth of tapings in two days, and then they're going to do two weeks worth of taping on NXT in one day. That's that's just brutal. That kind of sucks. I mean. You better hope you don't get injured during taping of the first one. Or... Oh yeah, exactly. But then again, this That's this a... could be a blessing if you really think about it, because then they can actually do some storytelling. Yeah. 
but still they're everywhere for anybody wrestling and especially gay wrestling like say the, the first episode they filmed for Raw and then the next week's episode they both got grueling matches they'd have to film those back to back you're going to tell the exhaustion on the guys oh yeah that's true too Depending on how many matches they do and how long they they give them for time, but any of the ones that wrestle, you've got to see the exhaustion of the wrestling again. I don't think I think they're going to try to avoid that. Oh, I hope as so, as best they can. But any like main storyline matches they they were thinking of, they're going to be able to help. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just this whole thing is weird. The I mean, and this is going to be part of the news stories. I just want to add this in here because of all the scheduling and everything. Uh, have you seen what they've done with Roman Reigns? According to WWE, I don't know who you mean. <laughs> it was there. I had so so you know you know what's going on then. Yeah, I've seen it with a few other. Channels like Cultaholic and World Culture and Wrestle Talk. But did, did you did you see the promo they were doing with the no, cash-ins? No, they pretty much edited it to make it look like Seth beat Brock. Okay, so I did hear about it. So all because he didn't want to work WrestleMania because of the COVID and his underlying conditions. Well, not only that, he's expecting twins again. Really? He's going to... Wrap your reins. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have five kids now. He just had a set of twins not that long ago, and now he's expecting gotta, another set of twins. got to put a shield on them. I hate you. The puns can go for days. You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna name either of these ones? Indigo, uh, Sierra, Delta. Who knows? But he's gonna have little hounds of justice on here all week. Fuck you. <laughs> Good lord, that's horrible. Yeah, no. Apparently, again, yeah, it is part of the underlying condition. But he decided to stay home because of the underlying condition, and he's expecting to have twins. So, with all that put together, I don't blame the poor man for wanting to stay home. Right. And WWE basically crying like a little spoiled rich kid. Pretty much. And you know what? It is what it is. Um, so, yeah. So, that's how Money in the Bank will air uh, Sunday. So, be sure to check that out on the WWE Network for only nine ninety nine. Or probably Fox Sports or ESPN Plus or anything else that they've sold the pay-per-view rates to now. Right, and don't forget, first month's always free. Yeah, first month's always free, guys. Don't forget. Um, yeah. So, with that, we're going to go into... We're still going to go into TV talkings, and we're going to talk about how this was the worst ratings for the year, or possibly ever, for Raw. I'm honestly not surprised. Uh, they drew an average of, and this is the build the money in the bank, by the way. This is the go home for money in the bank. 1.6. To a lot of people, I think, are getting 
fed up with the no crowd. I think... I think the no crowds have actually helped a lot of things. Like, if you look at the promos that people are doing, it, it's a lot... They're oh, better. Great. That part's great, but I think a lot, especially the kids that watch with their parents are probably the no fans thing. And it's the only thing I can think of why people are getting sour on it. Oh, I so I was right, and they are, yeah, I can understand they're getting sour and everything. I was right. This is the new lowest raw viewership in history. Well, do you know what the last, what the worst rating was before this? No. Christmas Eve, twenty eighteen, with a record of one point seven. Well, that's Christmas. I can understand that. Right. We just we just went past WrestleMania. Yeah. I, who honestly knows, but I just think a lot of people are. It was cool at first. It's like a shiny new toy. Interesting to you know hear the stuff you would hear before, like when Kevin Owens hit Seth Rollins over the head with a ring belt. That sounds funny. Right. Exactly. But like, you're also hearing a lot of stuff you probably shouldn't. So, to break it down for you, this is how it is, how it's been broken down. The first hour drew 1.8. Uh, last week's hour one was 1.9. The second hour drew 1.6. Uh, the second hour for last week was 1.8. And the final hour drew 1.5, where last week's was 1.6. I also think you should go back, at least right now, to two hours. They can't. Oh yeah, contract wise. No, no, not even contract wise. Here, here. I don't know if you know the 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 money logistics behind them being three hours. Yeah, no. So money wise, the first two hours, all the ad sponsor, all the sponsorship money goes to the USA Network. And... The third hour goes straight in the WWE's pockets. Okay, so they want to keep it three hours. They're going to keep it three hours regardless. That's free money think, for Vince McMahon. He's not going to pass that up. Yeah, I think, I think also it's just with not having as many uh, superstars on because of what's going on, you're only really seeing the same guys every week more so than normal. So people are like, eh, I'll just catch up what's going on in life. Right. Especially the go home episode to a pay per view. Those really are never that good anyway. Well, they were until personal. it started getting, you know, stale. Yeah. Well, it's always predictable. Well, sometimes it was predictable. Sometimes it's not. If, if you really broke it down, it's like 90% of it's predictable, and then they throw that 10% in, and it's like, hmm, didn't see that coming. Good for you, Vince. Yeah, when, when Vince actually deserves to get cooking. Yeah, right. Um, so it consistently dropped. Like everybody was like losing interest by like hour three. Yeah. Yeah. You lost about 300,000 people by hour three. Yes. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, and this is, this is just live 
like Nelson ratings, which they shouldn't go by. They need to go by like how many people watched it during the week, how many people watched it. Because I know a lot of people will not watch Monday Night Raw on Mondays. I will yeah, watch it Tuesday night after right. it's already like I'll watch the Hulu version of it. Right? Yeah, you gotta figure like some people work like that work second shift or even third shift. Right. They're gonna DVR it, TiVo, or whatever. See, and watch it the next night and the night after. Right. When I worked second shift, I was watching Monday Night Raw at 2 o'clock in the morning, Tuesday morning, because that was right. when it was available and up for next day streaming. Right. And, well, uh, yeah. yeah. Like you said, they don't take in the, they only take in, like, the live, if they want to get an accurate description, they should at least stretch it out for three days. Three days, they should do a whole week. They, because they don't know the, like, if you looked at who's watching Raw through YouTube, who's watching Raw through Hulu, who's watching Raw through, um, like, all the I other know. live TVs, because they, they can't do the Nelson, the Nielsen ratings on YouTube TV, Hulu Live TV. Right. It, it's all different things that they all have to, you know, kind of look at. If you look at Twitter, Raw, WWE and Raw, every Monday night is usually top three tw- trending. Yeah. Yes, some people just can't watch it live. Right, exactly. And back, and that's even now with like, it'd be even worse if this was going on in kids' story but in school, because then they would have, the parents would DVR it for them, and they would still have to watch it when they're watching it the next day. Right, and and think of it even this way: they're the only live sport on TV right now until Saturday. What's Saturday? UFC. Yep. Eh. I'm just saying. Are they are they allowing people into the building? In Florida now. Oh no shit. Hmm. That's why I seen a thing. I heard about saying that. Um, WWE like some of the wrestling fans might be allowed to come back in, but only in a, in a small capacity. Right. Which I understand. WWE and like AEW, but yeah, there's better. They have a new UFC event and Jacksonville Huh. Well, good for UFC and Dana White getting that in there. Um. Right. So again, to even break it down even further for Raw, it was number eighteen on the of the night for viewership on cable, like all across the board. It, it was behind Tucker Carlson, Hannity, The Ingram Angle, The Five, Special Report, Celebrity IOU, whatever the hell that is. The story, Rachel Maddow show, last word, your world, all in, Cuomo primetime, um, 90 day fiance, which is a huge show on Lifetime, um, America's newsroom, Bill Hammer reports, Fox and Friends, and Fox News at night. So out of all those, you could probably pick out four of them that weren't politically, like, charged. Right, and 90 Day Fiance, friggin'. Yeah. I just heard basically news, 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 news. Right, yeah. show, news, news, news. And Celebrity IOU, which I really am now going to look up and figure out what that is. <laughs> Probably star at MC Hammer for most of it. <laughs> nice. Um, so, 
it said it uh, uh, it was ranked 18 across the board, but it ranked number three um, with an average of 0. .46 between the demographic of 18 and 49. That's the other thing. They don't count towards a much older things too. Right, and Tucker Carlson topped the night on cable and viewership period with 4.1 million. I don't even know. Uh, Tucker Carlson is a, uh, he's on Fox, I believe, so right-winged fucking... Oh, he's one of those people, okay. Yeah, it, it's a political talk show that just gives him a platform to talk about whatever the hell he wants, and he's a dumbass. Basically, look at my big swinging... Pretty much, thing. yeah. Um, based on overnight numbers, The Bachelor's special on ABC drew 3 million viewers on broadcast TV in the 8 p.m. hour, while The Neighborhood on CBS, by the way, go watch that show. It's a great show with Cedric Alexander. Um, oh, really? Or Cedric the Entertainer. Not Alexander. I'm sorry. Wrong. It's not a wrestler. It was Cedric the Entertainer. I could say something, but I, I won't. Please don't, because that will make me look so bad. I said the wrong thing because I'm still talking about wrestling. Um, The Voice drew 7 million people or viewers on NBC. 911 drew 6 million viewers on Fox. And the CW's Whose Line Is It Anyway drew 8,000 viewers. All within the 8 p.m. hour on broadcast TV. So for that to, like, let's add that up real quick. 3, 9... 16, 22, 23 million people were watching broadcast TV instead of, you know, there was other, there was other important shit to them instead of watching Raw. Right, which I mean, I know a lot of people love The Bachelor and The Bachelor, and a lot of people like the other shows. I get it. 8 o'clock usually during the weekend, no matter what program you are, you're always fighting for viewership because that's how great time for TV shows. Oh, yeah. I remember back when I was a kid, I'm sure you do too, flipping back and forth between commercials watching Nitro and Raw. Uh, actually, so I was I was grounded from, or not grounded, I was forbidden to watch wrestling during the golden era, or our golden era, I should say, is the Attitude Era. But no, I remember watching with my grandma. That because I know WCW Nitro started an hour before Raw, so that second hour of Nitro, I'm going okay. I don't really want to see that match, but see what's over here. Right. And then during commercials, I keep on going back and forth. That remotes got to work out. Right. So. Here's wow they they've been doing horrible all throughout the year, high twos or low twos high ones. Yeah, it's been a bad year for live sports. So it's whatever's actually gonna happen for live sports. Well, it's been slowly dwindling, and this is what it's, it's, it shows me the averages from 2017 to 2019. The 2017 average was 3.0 million viewers per episode. Respectable. 2008 was 2.8 million viewers per episode. 
2019 is 2.4 million viewers per episode. That's that's a little bit of a decline there. Yeah, and then we're looking. We're already in in the May, and you're looking at two high ones as the average. Look, I also think if it wasn't for what's going on right now, he keeps on pushing the same talent. He needs to push different talent, but he does the work. People, I know I know some people would love to see some of these guys get really big pushes. Here's the but way I look at it. it I, and I understand that people need pushes. And I understand that people need to be... In order for them to even know if they're good or not, they need to be pushed. I understand that. Right. Yeah. At, at the same time, you have cable getting cut everywhere. Because yeah. it's so damn expensive. Yeah, and and like like I was telling a couple guys the other day, if WWE wanted to maximize profits and not necessarily have a stranglehold on the wrestling business, but have a stranglehold on the wrestling business, put Raw and SmackDown and NXT on the network live. Yeah. Do do your sponsorships however you want to on the network live. Even if they charged an extra five bucks. If they charged it to twenty bucks a month, I'm still a subscription holder. It it'd be worth it. You could get away with a lot more because it's your own network, so you can police it. Exactly. You wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to listen to the people like. Ted Turner for WCW or mm-hmm. whoever Vince has to listen to. Vince has to listen to himself. Well, I meant like the networks. Well, it, it's he has to obey by USA's guidelines and everything, yes. But at the same time, look at how the Attitude Era started. They were pushing boundaries on USA Network, and then they finally just went, you know what? Have at it. You're making well, ratings. Yeah, I just... I think it'd be a lot. I mean, Raw and SmackDown would be a much better product. NXT is amazing as it is. Right, exactly. But the- just take that as an example. NXT just started off on the WWE Network, and they were amazing compared to Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Still are. The, the quality of wrestling was a lot better, because that you don't got to worry really so much about commercials. Do in a way, yes, but at the same time, I just think it'd be a better product overall. Well, I also think that if he made a deal with, um, say, I didn't realize my game was up all the way, um, say that he uh, made a deal with Impact, ROH, New Japan, um, PWG, uh, Give me some other promotions here that I'm drawing a blank on. AEW. Uh, AEW. Thank you. Uh, CZW. They ha- they ha- put Evolve on to counteract an AEW pay per view. I remember. So think about that. They have their own. They already have their own developmental developmental system. Right. Then they bring them up to NXT, and then if Triple H polishes the turd. 
they go to the main event or they go to the main the quote unquote main roster. Or stay on NXT. Or stay on NXT because they don't want to get lost in the shuffle. Evolves basically the old, old, the new old OVW, which used to be NXT. Yeah. NXT's right, where guys want to be if they don't want to get their career done. Yeah, exactly. If they don't want to be buried by a freaking shovel the size of Texas, they stay in NXT because they know Triple H will take care of them. Right. But the, the, the problem is, is that Vince sees his own way. He's seen his own way the entire time since the beginning of the company's birth. He has a vision. When he has a vision, he keeps at it until either something has to change his mind or his mind gets changed because the person that he's been having a plan for decides to book it, go to do movies, go to do um, football like Brock Lesnar. Or, you know, actually decides to have a family life. Yeah, or decides to have a goddamn family life because he's a freaking family man. And you guys promote yeah. him like sh- like to, to the high heavens saying that he's a family man. But we already talked about that subject. Yeah, but it's it's just the whole thing that you you have your own vision, and I understand that. But at the same time, you want to just shit on everything else and just make it about one thing. Vince doesn't get it. Shit happens. He's treating it like a spoiled rich kid. Literally, got his balls stolen from him by. A person and he's throwing a hissy. <laughs> That's probably the best analogy ever. Oh my god. Right. So. Like, so not, for me it'd be somebody stole my pudding cup. Yeah. But like, whatever. So the big news of the week this week is either it's confirmed or not confirmed. You be the judge. Uh, Randy Savage's ex-girlfriend says he told her what happened with Stephanie McMahon. Like I said, I had just found out about this from you today. I had not heard any of it. Yeah. So, apparently, Stephanie Bellars, who fans might remember her from her good old days as Gorgeous George in WCW. Um, she claims... she She talked a lot of shit. Especially about Lanny Poffo. Right. About how he was like always supposed to be ready to wrestle, but he was always out of shape, and Randy would get upset at him for not going to the gym. Um, how he never was around when Randy was alive, apparently. Ah. <sighs> so. Yeah, like- like I said, this is all news to my ears. Right. So apparently, and the rumor that always has been going around for twenty plus years is that Randy Savage slept with an underage Stephanie McMahon. Huh. She was allegedly seventeen. This is all allegedly until we can actually get a confirmation from Stephanie herself, which we will probably never never get before. once ever ever. Yeah. Insert Jericho ever. Yeah. Um. 
So he was so apparently he was so mad, and Vince didn't find out till several years later after. So she was twenty four at the time, and was so mad at him that he did not induct him into the Hall of Fame until after he died. Yeah. Now this is where it gets a little hazy for me because I already read this ahead of time. Bellers or Gorgeous George said that Savage told her about Stephanie. She said, "Oh, he told me. He told me one day when we were on ecstasy on the beach." Right there, that already gives me plausible cause to not believe this. Right, right, dude. Yeah, okay. And he's, she goes on to say, "I think he didn't mean to tell me that." And then the next morning, he goes, "Did I? I, I can't do a macho impression. There's no way I'm going to." Um, did I tell you anything last night on the beach? I'm like, you sure did. He knew exactly what he said, and he was like, shit. Because it was like kind of like the truth. It was kind of like the truth drug. Once he got on that, he just started telling me everything. She knows, and he knows what it all was. Yeah, but the thing I'm hearing is they were on drugs, so their brain got altered. So who knows how much of that story is true. Plus, they were probably the only guys around, so who knows? Yeah. How much of this is true? Only people that know it's true are the people that it happened to. Yeah, it's it's or her. It it's Stephanie and Savage, and one of them is dead. So this one is going to the grave, I'm pretty sure. Literally. Yeah. That one ain't allegedly. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the... Uh... You shoot documentaries that Sean does. No, um, he had Lanny Poffo on one of them, and everybody when he when when he ever asked that question by someone who asked, it's pretty much a lot of fans ask these questions, and some of them are gag jokes like how big's Batista's dick, um, or who, did you ever hear about Randy Savage sleeping with an underage Stephanie McMahon? Nine times out of ten, you'll get the answer. Oh, I never heard about that till 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 the question. I never, I'm, didn't even, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Lanny Poffo had an interesting answer. You have to ask one of two people, and one of them's dead. Right, so either he knows what happened and is never going to say anything. But she probably does know either way. Right. Or it's all an elaborate ruse because something went wrong with contract negotiations back in 94. Right, I mean, even if there's a partial truth to that, nobody's ever going to besides the people that already do know. Yeah, exactly. Like, besides besides Stephanie knowing and besides Macho knowing, if Vince knew, I think if Vince knew, Macho would never have gone into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no. No. There's, like, yeah. no way. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. Yeah, he would have left that man out from here till the other time. Oh, yeah, he... They're, yeah, it would have been he would have been Crispin Wad easily. Yeah. So that's right. Fortunately, he's never going to go in either. Well, 
hopefully Nancy does. I'd I'd rather see Nancy in than Chris, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But that's another. That's a that's a whole other topic that I can get into three four weeks from now. (laughs) Um. So with that, the news is over, and we will be going on to the predictions slash top five best money in the bank cashins between me and Steve. Um. But first, we're going to go to an ad read, and it's going to be from Anchor.fm. Today's podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. Who doesn't want to, who doesn't want to do stuff for free? The creation tools uh, that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer... How simple is that? Can't do anything better than that. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have zero listeners and still be able to try to make money. That is so cool. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now... Back to the podcast. The main event general topic. Welcome back to the main event slash list. I don't know what we're going to call. We're just going to call it the main event because I'm, I wanted to add in top five cash-ins because it looks like it's going to be a short main event this week. Yeah, because there's not many matches. I mean, still got SmackDown, but they might add one or two while they're trying to keep it short just because. Right. So, I'm going to grab my trusty handbook because last time we did this, I didn't write down anybody's predictions and we didn't know who won. (laughs) I I know night one, I only maybe got like two. I couldn't remember remember predictions for night two, but night one I know I, I did really well on. That's all I can remember. Right. Um, so, before we do our predictions, let's go through our personal opinions of top five uh, cash-ins. Like, who, 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 or do you want to do cash-ins or do you want to do Money in the Bank winners? Let's do cash-ins because cash-ins have changed a couple times. Right. Um. So we can we can just throw out names there and see if we agree or disagree if they should even be on the list. Um. Obviously, Edge. We're only going to count, right. and if they if they did two cash ins, we're only going to count one of them. Edge, probably the first, because the very first cash yeah. in. Plus, I'm a big Edge head. That was going to be always number one for me. Oh, really? I'm a huge Adam Copeland plus Edge fan. I've read his book. I listen to his DVDs. I actually have met his wife before she became Beth Phoenix. What was her name before Beth Phoenix? I, was, uh, well, I know she used to be in a wrestling fan of my dad wrestling for I can't remember off the top of my head. It still might have been Beth Phoenix. I'm not sure. Because hmm. it's been so long since I... 
But yeah, she used to wrestle in a small little independent organization in Buffalo. Really? Yep. Well, that explains why she's from Buffalo, New York. Um, hmm. yep. Yep. I think Seth, Seth should Follow obviously be in there. Right, but doesn't, yeah, Seth. Seth, yeah, definitely, especially WrestleMania. When you know he defeated Brock Lesnar and nobody else. Yeah, right, like, that's how they're gonna do it, okay. Um, any other, uh, I don't know. Punk on Jeff Hardy? Um, or would you rather do the Punk on Edge? Uh, I really honestly never thought about this much. Now, are we going to include women into this mix? Oh, yeah, we can include the women's money in the bank uh, cash-ins. What about when Alexa Bliss won it and then cashed in literally that night? Yeah, but then she's... I don't know if I want to put her in there because she then started a trend. She could be an honorable mention. Yeah, I'll I'll put her as an honorable mention, but I don't think she should be in there only because of the fact that she started a trend with the women's money in the bank. Carmella held it on, held on to it till... Almost a year. Yeah, she held on to it like after WrestleMania. Yeah, she held on to, on to it until after WrestleMania 34? Yeah, 34. Yeah. Besides Edge and... Um, I mean, Brock Lesnar does because of the whole boom boxing. That was that was great. I'm sorry, but I I don't I don't like Brock's cash in. I liked how he was with the briefcase. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh wow, really? Because I know people like Dolph Ziggler was really cool. I, I that one might be like put number five for me. Yeah, I, we can put that at number five because that was like a good, good moment, like a good, good field moment, you know. Like, I wish it would have happened at Mania. I do too. But that's just me. Um, the time Sheamus won it right after Roman gave the party number one. Yeah, that was good. That was good shit. That was um, number, th- number three is why I'm really trying <laughs> cash in. Well, let's see here. We can go with, and this is my personal pick. I would rather do a losing cash in as number three, like John Cena's, because that set the tone for, okay, money in the bank is not always guaranteed. I thought Damien Sandow was the first one. No, Cena was the first when he announced it a week in advance on Raw 1000, which was the same episode where Punk turned heel and where Punk, Rock, and Brian had a promo off right before AJ Lee and Brian were supposed to get married, and then AJ Lee said yes to Vince McMahon being the general manager. I think I got my number three. Okay. When Rock Van Dam won it. Oh, fuck yeah. Said he was gonna go after Cena's belt when he won it at the ECW pay-per-view that was bastardized by WWE. I've been a fan of Rob. I was at the ECW show and Rob Van Dam brought Bam Bam Bangalore for the ECW television title in Buffalo. 
where he did that dive swing rose deep twice. Yeah. I was at, I was at that. And to see Bob Van Dam winning the belt. Right. And at ECW, especially in that arena. That had to be cool. Yeah. Okay. So, what we're going to... So, in order, we're doing... What was it? Number five is Dolph Ziggler, the night after WrestleMania 28. Number four is Sheamus. Sheamus after Survivor Series 2016, I'm going to say. And then RVD for me. And then RVD... Yeah, I, I can agree with RVD from One Night Stand 2006. So we're, so number one is obviously going to be Edge, and then number two is going to be Seth because it was at Mania. Right. Okay. Which is all fine. That's fair. Yeah. Then these are our personal opinions, people, not a legit WWE official list. So don't go crazy on the comment section saying, oh, they should have done this, and they should have done that, and mm, oh, no, they should have done this, and that, and that, and that, and that. Just sh- I am so sick of wrestling fans getting so goddamn heated and opinionated on shit that's all opinionated. But sometimes those can be the really funny things. The comments are good for the algorithm. I'm fine with know, that. I'm, 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 I've heard that stuff for once. I'm trying to sound smart for a change. <laughs> I'm fine with the algorithm and everything helping us out get this podcast out. But <laughs> my, oh, my... I know what you mean. I mean, some people are just got their heads so far up to their keister, they look like Vince McMahon trying to walk. I want to invite you to this one wrestling group on Facebook because you would have a ball. Oh, I'm sure. This one dude went off on Jim Ross. Sorry for the sidebar, people, but I have to say this. This one dude, went, it's one wrestling or own, it's owned wrestling or whatever the hell it's called on Facebook. A friend, friends yeah, from the Book It podcast sent me in. And this guy went off on it for an hour about Jim Ross saying how um, about his Mount Rushmore for WWE. That's this Jim Ross' personal opinion. Right. If it was actually flat out facts, then I could see going but it's somebody's own personal opinion. Right, exactly. So the thing is, is that this guy went off and he's like, Jim Ross is so damn wrong saying that. And, his, and Jim Ross's opinion was, if John Cena is not on a WWE Mount Rushmore, they should blow up the mountain and make an apartment complex out of it. Especially after what I've seen recently, during the pandemic, John Cena is still granting make-a-wishes. And then people are criticizing him on that. Congrats for Cena for still doing that. That's amazing. I have no issue with Cena going to find a Make-A-Wish kid. I that, That's awesome. That's amazing. That makes that kid's day even that much better. But you have that's people going, well, if he has a mask on and if he has gloves on and if we have this pandemic going on, why is he seeing a Make-A-Wish kid? Don't you know that the Make-A-Wish kid could get even more sick? <laughs> the Make-A-Wish kid is going to die within a year. So if he dies by corona or if he dies by cancer, either way, he gets to meet John Cena. Let him have this moment. Yeah, he may recover. Yeah, he may recover. 
all the more power to the kid for recovering. And even a bigger, even more inspirational story for the kid if he recovers, saying, hey, John Cena came to see me during a pandemic and it made me fight that much more stronger, that much more alive, that much more exactly. this. But you're right, you got those smart marks out there that will just, like, he should not have went out there. And it the there's there's people on there <laughs> and i i honestly um i honestly stay on the page only to fight with people at this point cuz it's so much more fun oh, <laughs> just just to get them butt hurt <laughs> please send me that cuz we ride at dawn bitches. you damn right i i need to be a part of this group oh you will be i will send you an invite don't I'll send you an invite after the podcast. Um, so now we're into the predictions part of the show. Um, this is how we do it on the show, guys. We're gonna do predictions. We're gonna do our own personal predictions, and then we're gonna predict how WWE will run with the show. How they, how we think they might book it. So. Without further ado, our first match on the card. There's only six matches announced, by the way. Um, there might be more announced by SmackDown, or they might just put five more up by Saturday night. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not going to add on more to the podcast once they add on more matches. So we're going to focus on the six at hand. Um, so we'll we'll save those for last. Let's go. Let's go backwards. SmackDown Tag Team Championship Fatal Four Way Match. New Day, Miz and Morrison, The Forgotten Sons, and Lucha House Party. Who do you got and why, Steve? Well, we already know it's not going to be Lucha House Party. That's just a foregone, foregone conclusion. They're just sitting there for the flippy stuff. Um, New Day just got it, so I can honestly see them retain. I'm going both. I'm going both personal and WWE. You're going with who? New Day. You're going to go with New Day for both you and per and WWE. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Lucha House Party is a dark horse in this, but I, I don't see it. They're just in there to be in there. They're I, in there because the Revival left. Yeah. You mean the Revolt? Or the Revolt, yeah. Which is fine. Um... I'm going to say, personally, I'm going to say forget, Forgotten Sons get the win on this. Yeah, I don't really know why I'm not the Forgotten Sons, so that's the other reason well, why. Well, the reason why you won't know much about them is because they were having a heel stable run at the same time in NXT as the fucking Undisputed Era. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I've seen them once or twice, but yeah, they just got buried in the Undisputed Era shadow. Pretty much. And yeah, exactly. It's like it was undisputed era, and then you have another heel stable underneath them, the Forgotten Sons, for no reason. Right? It's like I remember hearing the name, but because of that shadow, undisputed was leaving. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. But I personally, I see the forget, Forgotten Sons to win this. You know, let, they came in, attacked the tag team division, put everybody on notice. Um, 
I, I, I would love to see them get a win and get Blake up there, get, uh, Riker up there. And I can't, I can't remember the other guy's name, but, um, and honestly, I see WWE going with the New Day. I see them retaining WWE wise. Yeah. Especially because they just won it not long ago. And everything else. Now, the other thing, are they going to do is to have one member of each team in there? Like they have been doing? Actually be I think it's going to be an actual fatal four-way tag. The reason they didn't, they did the <laughs> the singles triple threat <laughs> letter match for tag team championships at Mania was because Miz was sick. Didn't yeah. know what he had, and he got tested. wasn't Corona, thank God. Um, yeah, and then they did another singles triple threat match two weeks after Mania and Miz and Morrison lost the tag titles in a singles triple threat match to the New Day. Or my bad, to Big E. Right, if you would have told me this nonsense even two years ago, I would have been like, no, but at the same time, leave it to Vince. At this, at this well, point, they're doing WCW 2000 booking with David Arquette winning the title in a tag team match and DDP's right there, right beside him saying... Woohoo! My buddy won the title that I just lost. What? I'm a tumor, 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 I'm a tumor. Pretty much. Okay, so you're going with New Day for both. I'm going with Forgotten Sons personally, and WWE is going to go with New Day. Uh, next match, SmackDown Women's Championship match, which they have been somewhat promoting, I guess you can say. It and it's Bailey versus Tamina. Huh? Really? Yeah. <laughs> you mean Tamina's actually gonna be on another paper well, an actual third pay per view in a year calendar year? This is to and I can be extremely wrong. I think this is Tamina's first ever singles match for the championship. Oh, I think it is too. But I mean to me, it's been on three pay-per-views in a year in a short time. Everybody got two of each animal and run for the border. Right. Somebody's, somebody's playing Jumanji, and they found a secret passageway. Because <laughs> we already got the Hornets. What's going to be next? A flood? Right. Um, yeah, no. So, and the way they've been building it up is, is that last week... Tamina blindsided Bailey with a super kick, and Sasha just stood there like, "Do you need help?" Eh. I can see them going to me. I personally see them going to Mina. I would love to see Tamina win because they normally just use her for the women's rumble because she's a big girl. And Nothing wrong with not that either. That, but they really don't have many big women for the Rumble, so of course they're going to bring her back every year. And then normally you don't see her again for a year. But we've seen her like, what, two, three times since the Royal Rumble now? And that's. No, she's been a regular on uh, TV since Rumble. That's. Yeah, so they're pushing her for something. 
And I think they're, they're going to give her a small run at that belt. I really do. I do too, and I think this is the time for it, honestly, because it really is. Bailey had that belt for a while. Bailey's had this belt since the debut on Fox, and or the week Sasha, after, at gonna, least. And it's going to be Sasha that's going to cost her the title, and I'm perfectly fine with that. It's what it's going to be. Does this heel Bailey really? It's not working anymore. It, it really never has for me. There's just some people that can't. At least it's heels. different. It's different, yeah. But that's I my just, takeaway from it. At least it's different. At least she's trying. She tried with a small little funny Easter egg. Where when she's wearing the title, the A in her name, the e in her name matches perfectly with the W, so it says AEW going down the middle. That's why they. The that's why they had her stop wearing it around her waist, and she's wearing it around her chest. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's so dumb. So for that, who you got Tamina for both picks or for just personal uh, pick? I really want to say both. I'm gonna say both. Okay, but I just, I, I just I want to see something different. And they're using Tamina as much for a reason. If they don't give it to her now, then just basically might as well keep her on once a year. Right, exactly. And I'm going to agree with you on that, Steve. I honestly think that the way they've been pushing Tamina, especially in that six-pack or that five-pack at WrestleMania, the way they were pushing her and made her look like monster, they're they're doing something with her. Even though she was the first one eliminated, but still, if they're having her on TV this much, Mm -hmm. which they haven't in years. Right, exactly. You've got to give it to her now. Exactly. Next match is the Universal Championship match. The Wyatt family implodes. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt the Fiend. I want to go personally Bray, but I can see, I've heard a possibility that Strowman's going to squash Bray. So you're thinking WWE's going to go Strowman? Yeah. I really want Bray. I like Bray. Bray's an amazing character. They buried him way too many times. Well, you heard the reason why, right? No. Goldberg pulled the creative control card. Oh, that was Bray. That was Bray, yeah. But still, there's so much a dude can take. And I think they're doing all this to kind of give the Fiend back the belt, maybe. maybe. But I, at the same time, Braun just won it, so he might not get it yet, and they might want to save that for when they actually get a big The way I look at it is, it's going with the trend with Braun Strowman. He gets the belt, he loses the belt. He gets the belt, he loses the belt. He gets the belt, he loses the belt. You know what? I'm, I know I'm going to regret this. I should just... I, I'm going to go full to it right now. Because you, you actually convinced me because of that. You got a point. Just like Sasha Banks, she could never, she could never successfully defend the championship besides the NXT one. Well, think about it. He won the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania 34 with Nicholas. Didn't even fucking defend them. Had to relinquish them because Nicholas had to go to school the next morning. I would have said, no, nah, I'm not going to say it because 
stand school kids. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't know why that tickles me, but that that's just great. <laughs> tag team champion with a dude that's probably takes dumps as big as you. Uh huh. And you won at WrestleMania. Yeah, and then the next title he wins is the Intercontinental Championship for having a long run of losses to Brock Lesnar. And then, and nobody else. yeah, and nobody else. And then he loses to Sami Zayn the next month at Elimination Chamber in a three-on-one handicap match. Right. They just basically wanted to take it off of Shinsuke without Sami having to do it. So Braun's basically just a transitional champion. And now you have him, you had him get put in the Roman Reigns role. And now, with him in the Roman Reigns role, <laughs> I really think they just took it off of Goldberg at Mania so they can get back to Bray. They took it off of Goldberg at Mania because his contract was up. That, well, that too, but I mean, like, how how even more BS is that? Like, your contract's up, so we're going to give you the title for the month beforehand, and then you have to face a guy that it's not you're going to face, and then you have to fight another guy that, like, you, you'll you know who it is three days beforehand. Uh, it's, like, personal, like I said, Bray, but the WWE pick now is actually kind of tricky. Because Bray, Brown's check record for defending belts ain't the greatest. But... I mean, I'm not trying to, to like try to make you pick a like pick a side. If you want to, if you want to pick Strowman as a WWE, go right ahead. That's all all well and good. Because I'm actually thinking WWE will go Strowman. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick with my original answer because yeah, because yeah, that's just stick with my original. Me personally, Personal. I'm going I'm going Bray both picks. Yeah. And the, the reason I'm going. I'm going Bray both picks is because it it just has to be. He, he lost the title under shit circumstances. And a shit paper. Right? And think about it. The world's been hasn't been the same since then. No, the world hasn't been the same since Lizzo started singing in 2019. Because you know the old expression and you know what our fat lady sings and you haven't heard anything from Lizzo since. That's fair. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's or I'm I, I'm sorry, not Bray. I wanted to do Strowman. I don't even know why I did that. I wanted to do Strowman for both picks. Oh, okay. Because I I mean yeah, it, the way that Bray lost it was shitty, but at the same time, he had his run with it. He had his run from <laughs> get this. He had it from Crown Jewel to Crown Jewel. Really. Or Super Showdown, the Super Showdown. Oh. Seems like he had it a lot shorter. He had it from Halloween night to two of the freakiest days he had the belts. He won it on Halloween night 2019, and he lost it Friday the 13th, February 2020. I think they just did that on purpose. You, there's no coincidence there. There has to, There can't be. <laughs> There's some shenanigans afoot. Right. Like, I smell the poo. Where is it? 
Oh boy. WWE Championship match. Drew McIntyre versus Seth Mother Rollins. I'm gonna go Drew on both those because he can murder he looks like now he can murder somebody with his pinky. Yeah. I mean the momentum he's on right now with just winning the belt. There's no way WWE is gonna fudge that up right now. He is too hot right now. Vince is in Connecticut right now looking at you and going, hold my beer. Probably, but my thing is Vince McMahon likes big sweaty men, and Drew's a very big sweaty man. I wouldn't say he's a sweaty man. I'd say he's a big dude, but he doesn't perspirate all that much. I just, the momentum right now, I mean, Vince has done some screwy things before, but it I, I don't right now. SummerSlam, maybe. Right now, no. I mean, it, it. Honestly, so you're so. What's your picks then? Drew on both because there's a reason why I'm saying personally Drew and WWE's version of Drew, but we'll get to that when we get to the money in the bank. Ah, I got it. Um, and by the way, Money in the Bank is probably where we will differ, like, on both. Oh, yeah. Um, honestly, and I can see WWE going with Rollins. And yeah, I'm going to say that right now. I can, I can see that in a way, too, though, know, but there's, def- there's a reason why I'm saying WWE can and I'm saying there's a reason why for Rollins. What's your reason for Rollins? Uh, it's uh, it also has to do with money in the bank. <laughs> oh. Um. Personally, I would love to see Drew go on a tear. Like, let this be the squash match. Like Drew like, deserves a tear. Right. Like, like let Seth Rollins be like, you know what, Drew. I'm beneath. I'm beneath this. I don't need this championship match. I am the Messiah, the Monday Night Messiah. So I will let you. Just. What what's the word I'm looking for here? Not um. I will let you martyr me. That's the word I was looking. Martyr was the word I'm looking for. I will let you murder me in the name of Seth Rollins. Right. So Claymore kicks to the face repeatedly. Claymore kick, Claymore kick, Claymore kick, Claymore kick, Claymore kick, Claymore kick, Claymore kick. Claymore kick. Corner to corner, Claymore kicks. Yeah, like, just a whole bunch of Haluva kicks, but Claymore style. Boom! I kind of just want to see that on a 10-hour TikTok move. (laughs) Just with different sound effects. Right, and then just let like let Seth ooze that heelish like he's not even gonna fight him. He's not even gonna fight him. Like what? Why are you watching this? What's going on here? Like just let him become a heel bitch, and it let, would be awesome. Let him become Uber Dick Five Thousand. Exactly. It's like you know what? I don't need the championship. I don't need you. I will let you beat me for the championship, Drew. And then Drew just like Michael Myers fucking 
everything horror-wise, just beat the shit out of Seth Rollins. And then not even give Seth Rollins the satisfaction of beating him by pin. Walk out and just fucking take the championship with him because he has a championship advantage, so what the hell does he care? True. I mean, that's the way I would book it because that would just make A. Drew a badass fucking destroying god and it would make Seth Rollins such a smarmy heel like see but that's got... that's smart booking which Vince not known for <laughs> I wouldn't say smart booking I'd say on the fly booking for it's, like 10 o'clock at night it's good booking it makes sense right it's character driven Right. If anything. That's yeah. And that's something like that might get you might get some more viewers back. Eh. That's the whole point of a heel. They hate the guy, so they want to see him get his ass kicked. But if he pisses people off to the point where they don't even want to kick his ass Perfect heel. Right. But yeah, I'll go with Drew personally. And Rollins will go WWE. Okay. Uh, women's money in the bank. Here are the participants. And tell me which one does not feel like it belongs there. Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Asuka, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Car- Carmella. Dana Brooke comes back to Dana it's like Vegeta on Dragon Ball Z abridged. Why are you even here? Hey, Vegeta, Vegeta, Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, why? So let's go over the achievements of each. Shayna Baszler, longest reigning NXT Women's Champion and a two-time and only two-time Women's Champion. Nia Jax, former Raw Women's Champion. Asuka, former SmackDown Women's Champion and NXT Women's Champion and undefeated for over two and a half years. Dana Brooke. Watch the bone Batista. I was going to say, her. she shot her shot with Batista. Literally. Lacey Evans. Navy. Uh, has a daughter. And her, the beginning part of her main roster career was literally Grandpa Simpson from The Simpsons. Yeah. And Carmella, the first original two-time Money in the Bank women's holder. And splits up relationships, but hey. Uh, no, she doesn't split up relationships. No, no, no. Get the story straight. Uh, Corey Graves and his wife at the time were already separated for like eight to nine months. Oh, that part of it. Yeah, she was already. They were already separated for eight to nine months before Camilla and him started dating. Oh, okay. And then everybody, because then she took Carmilla didn't take it to Twitter or Instagram. Her, his ex-wife did, and made it look like he just broke up with her for Carmilla. Okay. Because I, I only ever heard. Well, that side, but I never heard the other part. Yeah, it 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 was a real messy thing, and it 
sucked. Watching that play out on Total Divas sucked. I felt bad for both of them. I haven't watched that so Um, so, yeah, like I said, we went over all of them. <laughs> Which one of these things is not like the other? Uh, <laughs> it's like a very easy worst wall, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like a trial, it's like a tutorial level in a video game. Exactly. Um, I don't know who I want to... Uh, I don't know. You, you you got any picks already or no? Uh, honestly, no. <laughs> Shit. Um. <laughs> I I can see I can see four out of the six women win this match. Oscar maybe. Oscar's like the last person I can see win this match, but she's the last out of the four that can win this match. I definitely, definitely don't see Dana Brooke. She's just there to be there. Watch her be the dark horse and win the whole damn thing. Uh, please don't put that people on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I said it, now it's going to be put in the universe. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, please don't. Could you imagine her trying to do her entrance with the briefcase? Now I kind of want because I want to see that deep wall in her hand in her mind. <laughs> I'm such an evil bastard. <laughs> uh, I can maybe see that because she just came back nine of jacks, maybe. Here's, here's how I'm going to go. This is how I'm going to go. Personally, I see Shayna winning it only because her kick-ass design would look sweet on that Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, and to give her another chance at Becky Lynch. Whenever she felt like it. I can honestly see that. You know, that's going to be my personal and where WWE is going to go with it. I can honestly see them doing that. That that makes the most sense out of who's in there. Right. Because she, she's already fought based. She doesn't need to fight Dana Brooke. She's probably beat her before. He's, I think he beat everybody that's in that match. At least once. Shayna? No, Becky. The one, oh, whoever, Becky? For whoever. She's beaten... Yep, she's beaten Carmella. She's beaten Lacey Evans. Somewhere on a house show, she's probably beaten Dana Brooke. Yeah, she's um, Jack's <laughs> She beat Nia Jax. She beat Asuka finally. She beat Asuka twice. Yeah. And she beat Shayna Baszler in the upset of the century. Right. That's why I can see WWE going. Depending on how good the situation is towards Shayna, I remember before it wasn't that good, but who knows? But I can see them going Shayna. And honestly. If Asuka was just doing single stuff, I'd personally pick her. But with her and Kyrie Sane, that's just that's better off right now. I yeah, I can I'm gonna go Shayna with both. Okay. I'm going with Shayna personally. And fuck it, why not? I'm gonna go WWE's gonna go with Dana Brooke. 
if they if they they gain a book one, I swear my brain's gonna want to jump out of my own head. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'd I'd laugh my ass off. I oh please don't. <laughs> I'd rather watch David Arquette. I'd rather see Santina Morella enter in and win it as a surprise entrance instead. I'd rather see Sid Vicious break his ankle 17,000 times oh. than rather see Dana Brooke with the Money in the Bank briefcase. I'd rather watch David Arquette win the title than watch Dana Brooke win. I'd rather watch David Arquette cut a promo after winning the title oh. than watching Dana. Uh, uh. Yeah. Okay. You want to go who, who's more sick? Let's see who's more sick. <laughs> yeah, we'll just end it there on that one. Yeah, that's what I thought. You win. Um, thank you. Uh, Money in the Bank letter match for the men. Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, Rey Mysterio, King Corbin, Otis, and the returning from being buried alive by The Undertaker at WrestleMania 36 Night 1 main event, AJ Styles, and not a scratch fucking on him. Also, that was one replacing uh, Apollo. Yeah, it was a last chance gauntlet. It went went, uh, everybody in Selena's stable. Andrade, Theory, Garza, uh, against um, Umberto Colion or whatever the hell his name is. Oh, that idiot. Yeah, and it went it went that long until AJ Styles popped up and decided to win the match, become last entrant of Money in the Bank, and cut a promo on how you know I got buried alive and I saw things that no one else has ever seen and this that and the other thing and. Bleh. I didn't know this beforehand because I thought Jinder Mahal was going to be in the match. To set Jesus up, Christ! To set up Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre because the whole three MB thing, and I wanted them to hire Slater back so he could be the special guest referee. That's okay. What I see, you're doing long term booking. <laughs> That's what I wanted, but now I can see WWE. AJ, personally, I'm on Alistair Black. That man needs a portion last. Okay, so your your personal is Alistair and WWE is AJ? Yeah. Black and Alistair. I think King Corbin's the one that's going off the roof. Okay. I see your King Corbin and I'll raise you an Otis. That's a whole lot of man coming down from a high distance. Because <laughs> you're going to laugh at me when I say this. I kind of want to see that, but don't kill my poor man. Oh no, I'm not. He, he's going to pull a giant from 95 Halloween Havoc and fucking not have a scratch on him, get to the top and still win the fucking thing. Right, exactly. I, like the power of love is just so overpowering. Gets him back up, no bones crushed. Healing out of opportunist. Fucking I mean, runs up the stairs like the Flash. 
He gives fat guys like me hope. He, he landed Mandy Rose, whether it was storyline or not. I don't care. We have hope. Um, Just like my... they were, there was never a fat superhero until the end game. Right. But what, what were your picks? My personal pick is black. Because I agree with you. Motherfucker deserves a push. They haven't done squat with him since he came up from NXT. Right. They had him in a tag team with Ricochet. Which, by the way, that tag team was epic. And uh, they, they don't do much Alistair. And apparently they're shitting all over Ricochet. Yep. I mean, listen to a no-name guy, but that's whatever. That man just needs to write on his contract and go somewhere else. That's right. Improperly. Um, no, but my personal pick is black, and I believe, and I could be extremely wrong, which is perfectly fine, but I could book this to, like, the best of my ability and still make a, like, fucking Austin 316-level shit. Otis will be picked by WWE, Vince McMahon personally, and said, you're going to climb the ladder, you're going to get the briefcase, your storyline's doing the best. Yeah, I can see that. I could really, really see that. I would love for that to happen. To see Otis do the set caterpillar or whatever he calls it on top of the tower in the ring, I, I gotta see that. Right? I want to um, give... This has got to happen. My, my, here's the way I would book it, too. So, obviously, they do the whole fight scene, however they want to do the fight scene, from the first floor to the roof. Yeah. Once they get to the roof, let it be between King Corbin and Otis and saying something about how he's too fat to have Mandy Rose or something. Throws his ass off the building. They obviously do the planned stuntman thing where they hit the bag and then they move the bag and all this will be edited, obviously. Oh, yeah. And Mandy Rose is there for support, obviously, so she's going to be. And then she kisses him and she's like, Otis, you can't die on me. I I won't let you do it. And he just wakes the fuck up like Popeye after eating spinach. Becomes the flash on meth, Ah. runs up the stairs to the roof. King Corbin's about to unhook the briefcase. Otis runs up the stairs onto the roof, looks dead at the ring, and King Corbin looks at Otis and like, how the f- And just runs into the ring, runs up the ladder, punches Corbin in the face for good measure, unhooks the briefcase, and wins the match. I, that would make for some epic television. I would be the happiest motherfucker on the planet. So would I, but unfortunately, I also don't see that happening, too. Hey, I didn't say I was a perfect booker, but goddamn, that book, that, the way that was booked. That's how I do it, but yet again, I don't. I can still see them going with AJ. Right. 
Well, it's it's between AJ or Black. I don't see anybody else getting the briefcase. Because no. Daniel Bryan becoming a two-time Money in the Bank doesn't make sense. Not, not. Rey Mysterio getting it before his retirement makes no sense. Right. King Corbin becoming a two-time MITV does not make sense. Especially since he's already had a failed cash-in. Yeah, especially since Cena cost him his last cash-in. <sighs> Good lord. Yeah. So, with that further ado, the predictions are over. They are in the bag. No changing them now. And before we go, we will do what we always do, F. Mary Kill. And this time, I'm going to make you pick between three of the worst women in WWE history. So Dana broke all three times? Wow. Someone has a judgment on their face. (laughs) Jesus. I had to. It was there. I don't think she's that bad, but yeah, Dana Brooke will be a choice. Dana Brooke Tori or no, not Tori. What was her name? The the Terry's. fan crazed the Sable fan crazed uh Was it Tori? It might have been. The one that was with X Pac and King. Tori, Tori. It is Tori? Okay, Tori, because I didn't like her. I thought she was a shit wrestler. And... Christy Hemme. Mary Christy Hemme. I knew you'd go that Killed way. Killed Tori just because I forgot about her anyway. <laughs> and I'll, I'll screw Dana Brooke at least once because those things are huge. What? Jesus Christ! I, I That's honestly not where I was going to go with that, but okay. I honestly forgot Tori existed, and I've, I, I've at least seen Christy Hemme naked, so I know once I get once I'm married. Gee, okay, that, that that too much info. Too much info. Well, I'm that sure everybody has magazines out there. Oh, that's right. She did do a Playboy shoot, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that. I'm thinking you went and watched porn. Well. <laughs> Don't say it. Shut up. Let's leave it to the <laughs> imagination, folks. <laughs> so with that, the show's over. You guys have a good week. Please like, share, subscribe, everything. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Google Podcasts. Um, you know. Listen to us. Uh, if you guys have any criticisms, uh, let us know. I will be trying to do polls every week on the Facebook page for different topics for us to do. Um, and with that, y'all have a good week. Peace, love, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs>